Hey everybody, welcome to my first ever podcast. My name is Jennifer Morris and I am the founder, CEO, whatever you want to call me, mastermind behind the company known as Just For You Health, Wellness and Fitness. Can you believe Just For You Health was not taken? I still can't believe it. Anyway, I am so excited to be here. I am not going to lie, I'm a little nervous about completely freestyling this and just starting my first ever podcast. I've been thinking about this probably now for about, oh, at least three years or so. My Some of my biggest inspirations are people like David Asprey. Uh, recently, he's known as the Bulletproof Radio guy. I used to listen to him all the time. Kind of got a little tired of him. He kind of goes on and on about the same stuff. And I really should go back to listening to him again because I haven't listened to him in about a year now. Um, and some other people that are super inspirational to me that I really um, love and admire. They're just their energy and their knowledge and how smart they are. And I've learned so much from them are people like the carnivore MD, Dr. Paul Saladino. Huge shout out to him. He has a brilliant um a brilliant podcast called um, the Fundamental Health Podcast. Great podcast. Go over, listen to that. Support him for sure. And then other people like Dr. Peter Atia, uh, Rob Wolf was somebody I listened to back in the day. Uh, the Model Health Show. So I'm really, really into all those health, fitness, wellness um, type of podcasts, and that is really where I get a lot of my inspiration. So. I really just thought I would start this and just come on and say hello and just let you guys know a little bit about me, let you know what this podcast is going to be all about. I'm really just, like I said, completely freestyling this. I have no script in front of me. It was just like, all right, I just got to start recording. I just got to do this. I just got to let this out of me and um, let you guys know that I'm super pumped to be here. I hope to bring you value. I hope to bring you lots of insights based on my experience in my life. And just hopefully help you take more shortcuts compared to what I did, which would be taking the long way to figure out my health, my wellness, my fitness, and everything in between. So, okay, where can I start? Well, first of all, I am going to be 50 years old this year. I was born in 1970, and it is 2020. And I really have a hard time believing that I'm going to be 50. It just feels weird. Because I don't know, I when you get older, it's the strangest thing. You just kind of feel like you're stuck like at a certain age. And for me, that perpetual age that I would love to be is 29, like most 50-year-olds. So um, I would have to say like the best sort of era of my life has been the last three years. It really, really has. And I mean that with all sincerity, because I finally, finally figured out so many things, not just physically, but mentally too. So many things that I used to get stressed out over, hung up on, things that would like stop me in my tracks. These days, it's just like, why was I ever even stressed out or worried about those things? And I that might just be something I suppose that comes with age and wisdom. And if you're a younger person listening to this, I hope you stay tuned in um, because I wish that I had had somebody like me to kind of hold my hand and guide me through some of the craziness that I was going through that I would have actually listened to back in the day. And we didn't have podcasts when I was even 30 or 20 or even 40. They were just sort of new. And, you know, 10 years ago, 
it was kind of a, you were weird if you listened to podcasts. Not today. Everybody seems to be listening to them. So um, guys, I'm going to tell you, I have always, always struggled with my health. Um, I didn't really realize I was struggling with my health probably until about the age of 16 when I started to have all kinds of crazy symptoms in my gut. And um, I had pain. I had all kinds of nasty stuff going on. You name it, gas, bloating, diarrhea, um, constipation. It was all over the place. Of course, you know, I went from doctor to doctor. Nobody knew what the heck was going on. And it was literally, I'm not lying here, it was literally 16 years later. So it took 16 years to figure this out that I was ultimately diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. Um, I'm going to talk about ulcerative colitis in a separate podcast, but um, I'll just tell you, like, probably could have been avoided had I known what I know now about the impact that food has on our gut health. This is not something I ever learned in school. So I actually uh, went to school in Quebec. I was born in Montreal, and I went to school. I went to McGill University. And I did a bachelor's of science degree in food science with kind of a spin in nutrition. And then I also did a master's degree there, um, mainly in microbiology, a little bit of food preservation, and then also nutrition. And I was always interested in nutrition, but it's interesting because they really, you would think that they would have more of an emphasis on, you know, what you eat actually has an impact on your health. And we really only learned, I would say, about nutrient deficiencies. We didn't really learn about things like gluten intolerance or celiac disease or gut health. We did not learn anything like that. We didn't learn about the gut microbiome. We didn't learn about gut health. We didn't learn about what you eat actually makes a difference to your skin or your hair or your nails. That really wasn't, you know, emphasized, which is kind of crazy. So it just goes to show, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, well, what are your qualifications? Or people will want to know, you know, what kind of paper you have hanging up on your wall. And guys, like, you know, I find this a lot with doctors, like, just because they have a medical degree does not make them an expert really in anything unless they have taken a special interest and I'm not knocking doctors. Doctors will be a whole other podcast um, because they are, they're good, but they're also can cause us a lot of problems. So anyway, um, I digress, but anyway, so it took me like forever to figure out what was going on with my gut. And um, the reason I figured it out is because I actually started working in uh, the pharmaceutical industry. So my first job out of university actually was in the food industry, and I worked for a large company that made packaging material for um, literally every segment of the food industry. It was a great job. I got to travel all over the world. I got to see all kinds of things and learn a ton about our food industry. And um, I actually became a vegan because one of the major segments that we, um, and I'm not a vegan now, just so you know, um, one of the major segments of or industries that we worked with was the meat industry in Canada. And I saw a lot of stuff that um, really opened my eyes to conventional, um, conventional, you know, industrial meat production. And it really turned me off. And I decided to become a vegan 
Um, after that experience, I worked there for seven years. And then some um, friend of mine gave me the book called The China Study, which really turned me off meat altogether. I'm going to talk about that book because that book actually um, has been kind of like completely, you know, um, knocked down or just disproven at this point, a lot of ba- bad data in there. And um, crazy enough, switching to veganism initially, and you hear this a lot with vegans, switching to veganism initially really helped me. Like it really um, took my health to another level. I lost a lot of weight. I had always been a fat kid, guys. I was, if you look at me now, you would never know, but I really struggled with my weight literally my whole life. I still do struggle with keeping the weight off. I do know how to keep it off now, and I knew I know the tricks, but um, it took me a long, long time to figure it out. But back then, um, you know, we were told fat was bad, carbohydrates were fine. It was all about caloric restriction. I remember doing like a really low calorie diet. I really messed up my metabolism, like in my early teens and. up to about the age of 16, 17. And ironically, it was around then that my symptoms in my gut started happening. Um, I should also back up and say that as a child, I'd had tons and tons of strep throat and lots of infections. And um, I was like literally on antibiotics at least four times a year for most of my childhood. I had a lot of dental cavities because they didn't know how bad sugar was back then. I literally was like brought up on apple juice. And um, even though my mom fed us most of the time whole foods, there was still a lot of junk food that came into my life around the age of like 10 to 12. And anyway, that being said, when I hit puberty, I just exploded. I was just a big blob and it wasn't nice. I was very uncomfortable. I was made fun of. um, And I, you know, even though I remained an athlete during that whole time. I was always active. I still was fat. And, um, you know, they, the doctor used to joke, oh, it's that big brain of yours that is keeping you so heavy. The crazy thing is, is they never even told me anything about, you know, what I should or shouldn't be eating. So my poor mom did her best. And um, thankfully, I didn't really have that much of a hang up about it until I hit my later teens when you know, boys became the interesting thing. And I realized like, oh, I'm not the most attractive thing here. And that is when I did that starvation diet um, with a good friend of mine, actually. And uh, yeah, anyway, so I worked in the food industry. That was my first job out of university after my master's and saw a lot of things I didn't like. And after about seven, eight years of that, I or it was about seven years, I um, actually switched into the pharmaceutical industry took a huge pay cut actually, and um, started with a large, large consumer company that happened to have a pharmaceutical division. And when I look at it now, I'm like, why did I ever work for them? But at the same time, I learned a lot. Um, They taught me a lot about marketing. They taught me a lot about, um, you know, working with people. And I got to see the healthcare system and how it really works. And uh, that was very interesting and eye-opening to me. Um, It was also a great chance to understand like how ill-prepared our doctors, our family doctors are, especially dealing with so much of the chronic illness that occurs in our society. They just really are not trained to help with prevention whatsoever. And they're really only trained to treat. Um, 
Anyway, in terms of my health, um, it was when I was working for that company and we actually were selling a drug um, into the ulcerative colitis market that I realized that that is what I had. And I went to, I made an appointment with a gastroenterologist that I happened to be calling on, ironically, and he agreed to see me and lo and behold, had a colonoscopy and I had colon, I had ulcerative colitis. And then I started taking our drug because at that time I was brainwashed as well. I was brainwashed to believe that, you know, taking drugs was the only way. I didn't even then know really that diet would help uh, to cure what was happening in my gut. And uh, I think I took that drug for a good five years or so. And then in my late 30s, I found the sport of CrossFit. And CrossFit, I really attribute to having one of the most major positive impacts in my life. Not only did it change me physically, not only did it change me mentally, and I'm going to talk a lot about um, CrossFit moving forward in these episodes, but it taught me about food and the connection that food has to performance And it also opened my eyes to a way of eating known as the paleo diet or ancestral eating. And I had never heard of this before. And this was so incredible to me. And I dove right in and I researched it and um, switched my vegan diet to paleo. Um, At that time, I had been eating a little bit of fish and a little bit of eggs, but no red meat. I thought red meat was the devil. I had no idea. And... um, like so many people still think that today, which drives me crazy. And we're going to talk a lot about veganism and like, you know, why people believe that that is the the way to be. It is quite an attractive, beautiful way of eating. When you think of all the colors and everything, you know, you have a picture of a beautiful salad versus a picture of a steak and everybody's attracted to, to well, most people like all the colors and they're led to believe that plants have all these wonderful properties But I digress again. We'll talk about that for sure, for sure, moving forward. Anyway, so paleo is such a huge shift for me. I started increasing my red meat again. I started to feel better. I had lost a ton of muscle. I was strong, but I really wasn't at um, where I should have been at that time for my age. And um, anyway, CrossFit really just changed everything when When I'm going to tell you moving forward about what happened to me because of CrossFit, you guys are going to be blown away. But um, basically, I fell in love with that. I fell in love with it so much that I actually decided to open my own CrossFit gym. And that was 13 years ago. And long story short, there's been a lot of things that have happened in that 13 years, including getting married to my husband. And we now own a small gym in a small town in Ontario, Canada. And it's, yeah, it's awesome. And that's pretty much where I am now. And then three years ago, um, kind of backing up here, actually a little bit before that, about um, how old am I now? I'm almost 50. So seven years ago when I was 42, I um, was going through early menopause. 42 is very early for menopause. It's considered early on that scale. And, um, I visited a naturopath. I visited my doctor. I was put on bioidentical hormones, um, to help with the symptoms, the hot flashes and all that kind of stuff. And really my sleep was terrible. I started putting on weight. 
I had really struggled to perform. I had been to the CrossFit Games in 2011 as a 39-year-old athlete. It, it really, I was doing really well. And then, of course, those hormonal changes happened. And I don't really know why I went into early menopause. Um, it's something that I'm still kind of investigating and trying to figure out. But it's something that, you know, um, I think probably was brought on a lot by stress as well as um, some probably some messed up hormonal issues from improper diet my whole life. So, well, we can talk about that more because I do want to bring on some experts in the field of menopause because I know there's so many women out there struggling. But anyway, I hadn't slept for like five years, it seemed, when I was about um, just 46 and a bit. So just, wait, let me think, 47 and um, I found a product. It was called Prove It Ketones. A friend of mine um, was posting about it. He put this picture of himself up online, and him and his wife had lost a whole bunch of weight. They looked amazing. They're about my age, and I was like, whoa, what is going on? So I called him, and uh, lo and behold, it was ketones, and I started drinking ketones every single day. And that's what I've been doing for the last three years. And so my journey currently is all about helping people and leading with ketones, exogenous ketones from Prove It. And I'm going to do tons and tons of episodes on the benefits of keto, and not necessarily the diet, but getting a level of ketones in your body that will help you stay healthy. And so that is that has been a major focus for me, and it's been amazing um, in the last three years how great I feel. My sleep is better. I lost the fat. I've been able to maintain that. My brain became clear. We're going to talk a lot about brain health in this um, podcast. And um, it just has been a, a miracle, literally, for me and my health. And I've been able to help now close to 5,000 people in my immediate uh, community and their communities. And that's really exciting to me. So I'm hoping that this podcast will reach more people and, you know, help me help more people as we move forward. I love talking. As you'll find out, I have no problem talking. I could talk on video. I could talk on this audio recording and I could just keep going on and on and on. So hopefully I am not boring you and hopefully this story will uh, resonate with some of you guys. There's a lot of nuances in all of this. And um, I do want to share more of it because I'm hoping that some of the stuff that I've been through will help some of you and um, help you avoid those pitfalls and those hurdles that I had to go over um, and make them a little easier for you to go over by teaching you what to do along the way. And I think, you know, if you look at most great health podcasters and most great influencers in this health space, they have some kind of story, right? They have some kind of health uh, issue that they have overcome. And now they've figured something out and they want to share this with people so that more people can save themselves as well by learning and by listening and by connecting in. So guys, that is all I want to talk today. I cannot talk about today. I cannot believe this has gone on for almost 20 minutes already. It's obvious that I'm going to be a long podcaster. Hopefully I have held your attention and hopefully that this is not too boring for you. And I would love to know what topics you want to learn about. 
I would love to know what it is that is holding you back from being your best. I would love to know what it is that you want to see, um, you know, when it comes to diet, nutrition, fitness, all of those things. I have so much um, experience with and so much knowledge and so many resources and tools that I can share with you. So don't be shy. Um, Subscribe and um, let me know what you think so far. And I'm going to try to fancy this up with some music at the beginning and the end. So let me know what you think about the music too. And yeah, I'm going to call it the Just For You podcast. I have to make sure that that name is not overused in the podcast space. And then um, if I need to change the name, I'll change the name. So with that being said, guys, I hope you have a wonderful day and enjoy the weather. It is spring here now, although a little chilly where I am. And wherever you are, stay healthy, stay safe, and always be your best.